Welcome to the Tin Lounge. I'm Teresa, owner of Get Out Custom Travels and creator of Fam with Intention. And I'm Corrine, creator of Travel Biz Boss and co-owner of Journeys Travel Company. Uh, from what I hear, Corrine, soon you'll be adding an additional <laughs> item to that introduction. <laughs> I hear you have something secret up your sleeve. <laughs> Well, not so much a secret, but I haven't talked too much about it, but I have launched a new podcast called Seven Figure Cruise Business. Woo! Oh my God. It's so scary because I, I rely on you so much, like our conversations together. You take the lead when I'm too shy. You really, you are like my, my blankie. My podcast blankie. <laughs> so this is this is a little bit of a scary step for me, but I really feel like it, it's something needed for those of us who do focus on cruises. There aren't enough conversations outside of Facebook groups, which are the wild, wild west. I want to talk about the business of selling cruises and talk about different strategies and all of the things that go into our businesses and all of the different ways that we can be wildly successful selling cruises, because there are so many different ways that you can run your cruise business. And what would be the overall setup that people can expect on your podcast? Are you going to have guests? Are you yes. going to just bring up certain topics? Like what, what are we what should we expect to hear? Yes, I will have guests on every episode. I would rather, I don't know, I would throw up if I just had to sit and record a podcast of only me talking. This episode that we are going to introduce you to today is going to be with Michelle Lindsay, and we'll be talking about the ways that you can elevate the cruise experience. Um, this is going to be a once a month podcast. I feel like there's tons of weekly podcasts. I have a hard time keeping up with all of my weekly podcasts as much as I enjoy them. So this is just going to be a once a month, hopefully value packed. Every episode will have a guest and we will cover different topics. I actually posted on my Instagram to get some ideas about what you guys want to hear. So definitely let me know at Travel Biz Boss on Instagram or Facebook if there are things that you want to learn more about when it comes to the business of selling cruises. And who would be the perfect listener for this? Is it for people who are new to the business? Is it for veteran advisors or for everyone? I think it's for everyone, whether you are a cruise specialist or a brand newbie who's just interested in what it looks like to be a cruise specialist or someone who just wants to add this super profitable <laughs> income stream to the portfolio of your business, you're going to get valuable information here because we're just going to be talking about the business side of things. This is incredibly exciting. And obviously you are crazy smart. You are one of the most successful cruise advisors that I know. And I know a lot of people, not to toot my own horn with my pocket, <laughs> I know a lot of people and you are one of the smartest people that I know. And if cruising is on your list of wanting to grow that business, uh, take a listen. And I am yep. crazy excited to have the first episode being entered here on the Tin Lounge. Hi friends, this is Corrine. 
I sell over a million dollars in cruises each year, and I do it part-time. I was a full-service advisor for years, but when I had to make a change so I could focus on other projects, I knew immediately that cruises were my most profitable revenue stream, so it was a no-brainer that I would focus on that. Whether you're a seasoned cruise pro who wants to elevate your cruise planning services, a total newbie who wants to start selling cruises, or an advisor who just wants to add this profitable trip type to your portfolio, you're in the right place. This is where we talk about the business of selling cruises. Welcome to Seven Figure Cruise Business. On today's episode, I'll be chatting with Michelle Lindsay of Blue Point Travel about how we can elevate the cruise experience, even though we have no control over the itinerary and flow of the cruise itself. One of the common objections to cruising is that they're too cookie cutter, and clients may be worried about taking a basic vacation that doesn't feel unique in any way. But we absolutely can take a cruise from cookie cutter to custom so that our clients can enjoy the value and convenience of a cruise while still enjoying unique and custom experiences. Let's dive in. Hi, Michelle. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, Kareen. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm excited to be here. I would love it if you would just do a quick intro of yourself and your business, and then we can dive in. Well, thanks. So I'm Michelle Lindsay. I'm the owner of Blue Point Travel, which is located in Gross Point Park, Michigan. We are a little suburb of Detroit. And my business really caters to folks who are looking for that high touch experience. Most of them are cruisers. So everything from the mainstream cruise lines working with families, maybe they're going on a spring break trip to folks that are taking their bucket list trips to Antarctica, Asia, river cruising, doing those seven rivers in Europe, um, Mm. and really customizing those trips so it fits their perfect vision of what they've been dreaming about usually for years. I love to hear it. So today we're going to talk about how to elevate the cruise experience. And what I want to focus on is elevating the actual cruise experience. So everyone knows me from Travel Biz Boss. I talk so much about client experience and how we can stand out and elevate the planning process, right? A cruise has a set itinerary. We cannot adjust that. That is what it is. We don't have control over how things are handled on the ship. But I'm not sure people really think about or talk to their clients about how we can elevate the actual trip itself outside of the cruise itinerary by planning custom pre and post and custom shore excursions that can really take a cruise from cookie cutter to custom. Absolutely. I 100% agree. I think there are so many places where you can take that cruise trip and flesh it out into the vacation of someone's absolute dreams. I have so many different clients, both family clients and couples or small groups of families that travel together. And they might come to me with a very specific cruise and then we'll take it back to steps and say, well, how are we getting there? If it's perhaps a cruise that starts in Rome, how are you getting home? If maybe you're ending in Istanbul, what are you going to do on either end of that cruise? And then also, like you said, during the actual cruise experience, a lot of people 
are not huge fans of taking the typical shore excursions that are included or offered by the, especially some of the more mainstream cruise lines. And how can you take that in each individual port and create a unique experience for your clients that make you stand out? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, obviously, we could put this together piece by piece, agonizingly through a hotel vendor, booking separate tours through a project expedition, or venture ashore. We could piece it all together on a giant spreadsheet, or we could use a supplier or a DMC to really create the type of seamless experience that someone would experience on more of an FIT yes. trip, right? Can you tell me what, how do you normally put these experiences together? Absolutely. And I, I agree. And there, there are some times where I think you might be doing a little bit of a piecemeal itinerary Again, depending upon budget, depending upon the type of cruise and trip that your clients are looking to take. But my preference is to work with either a DMC or with a tour operator, someone like perhaps Europe Express, where we can bundle together all of those services, first and foremost. Secondly, I know that all of the services that are provided have already been vetted. So I don't have to worry about a transfer that's not going to show up. I don't have to worry about a hotel where, oops, there's no air conditioning in August in Italy. I don't have to worry about my clients trying to get in touch with me in a different time zone because those DMCs and tour operators will often have boots on the ground in country. So if they need immediate assistance, there's backup and support there. You know, one of the uh, one of the things that comes up often when I when I book a cruise for a client and we're looking at, let's say, you know, a, a small ocean ship, and I'll use Alaska for example. There are several cruise lines that have prepackaged itineraries that might start off in Denali, you know, before a cruise. And depending upon my client's mobility levels, maybe they don't want to spend five days pre-cruise in Denali. Maybe someone is, you know, a sport fisherman. They've got these really specific needs. And like you said, a cookie cutter pre or post typically won't work. So in that example of Alaska, you know, I've been able to reach out to Salmonberry, which is a great DMC partner based in Anchorage. I can pick up the phone, talk to a partner there and say, hey, I've got these four travelers who are going to be coming to Alaska in June. Here are the things that they really like to do. By the way, one of these individuals just had knee replacement. How can we find a really specific excursion for her where yeah. she's not hiking, biking, and connect with someone who's really going to take the time to get to know you a little bit and your business and also about your clients, because that's going to create this presentation to your clients that's going to blow them away. What I find as well is typically those are priced even a little bit less than what the cruise line may already have prepackaged. So you're you're a huge winner in your client's eyes because not only have you saved them perhaps some premium pricing, but you're offering them something that's so customized 
that it increases their excitement and anticipation for the trip. And I think it really, it shows our values as travel advisors. I love that you brought that up. I was going to ask you if you're finding when you use a supplier like that, first of all, are they helping you with all the shore excursions typically? Sometimes it depends on the cruise line, depends on the itinerary and what the clients are looking for in particular with some of the smaller ships. And as you know, Silver Sea, for example, offers a pretty wide variety of shore excursions. So clients will tend to look at those first, and then they'll come back and say, I really want to do a deeper dive in X, Y, and Z. So a great partner for that I've found uh, is Kensington Tours, where they can do pre and post itineraries and then do some really phenomenal privately guided shore excursions uh, you know, that can follow along the the cruise lines itinerary. Maybe your client could even do an included in excursion with the cruise line, perhaps in the morning, and then pick up in the afternoon with a private guide or vice versa, depending upon how long they're in port. So I think there are a lot of options that you can have with shore excursions. Yes. And talking about price, I want to ask you if you get if you have issues, are people finding these packages overpriced? But you brought up such a good point. These cruise line excursions, especially the mass market ones, are basic and very overpriced. So at the end of the day, you could, I think, realistically get your client a much different experience for similar or, you know, not, not too terribly much higher I, on the pricing, right? I, I agree. And another another example that is fresh in my mind because we just went through this last week. I have a, a large family that will be, um, you know, mom and dad with several kids and they'll be sailing on Royal Caribbean this summer in the Mediterranean. Now, when you've got four kids, that adds <laughs> up pretty quickly. Sure does. When you're looking at shore excursions and and working with the mom and I help them with everything from their cabins on the ship, booking their flights, you know, insurance, transfers, a hotel for a few days before in Rome. And I was able to pull from actually a few different suppliers, private tours for them at different points during the trip because they are a small group in and of themselves. So they could do a private tour in Ephesus for the six of them for really the same price as a large group tour with Royal Caribbean. Um, you know, they're able to do a private tour at the Colosseum in Rome as their own group. Again, uh, on a cost basis, that's going to be really similar to what a larger group would be. So finding those suppliers that can, that can, pull of that all together. And sometimes you're kind of cherry picking. What one company I use a lot is called Live Tours, and they only do mm-hmm. private or small guided tours in Europe and Italy, France, Spain, they're starting to fan out. And I have nothing but rave reviews from clients about those guides. And again, it's creating that experience for the client when they show up at the Colosseum in Rome, and they are escorted to the front of the line with their guide and it's only the six of them as they're looking at these larger groups 
that makes it really memorable and personal. Absolutely. And something interesting to keep in mind, I remember we are talking not fancy now. I remember when I it occurred to me many years ago that for a family of four, a transfer from the Orlando airport to Port Canaveral for Carnival, for four people it would be almost exactly the same price to do a private transfer. Now, who does, who wants to get on yes. that coach smushed in like sardines? So exactly. when you think of those things and you point out to the client, you know, there are four of you, so it's just as cost effective. Let's set up a private transfer. Then they really know that you're really thinking about what's best for them. So that is a really, really simple but impactful difference that can be made just by taking a look to see what if we did private or four people, what can we do here to make this a little bit more pleasant? Absolutely. That's carnival transfer. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, again, if you have, even for just a couple that's traveling, I have one couple that's headed to Japan later this spring and they're going all the way to Asia. I mean, this is like a trip of a lifetime for most folks. So they're not going to just fly into Tokyo the day before, take their cruise and come home that night. So taking the time to figure out where would they like to go? What would they like to see? I know that the husband in this couple is an art aficionado. So finding a privately guided tour that can take them to these, not just an, a museum in Tokyo, but like I want him to see like wood block printing art <laughs> and really like dive deep in there. And that just makes this experience a completely, it puts it on a completely different level versus saying you're going to be met by the cruise line transfer here. I mean, wouldn't you rather like walk through like, Shinjuku with a local guide and find the best ramen in all of Tokyo. I don't know. I feel like yep. that's kind of, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have someone, preferable. have someone who's going to, you know, explain to you how to use your IC card, your transit card, how to use the train system. And again, just take that, those few extra steps. And the way that you can help your clients is really setting those expectations as well. It's not just, mm -hmm. At least for me, my my goal with each of my clients is to build a relationship because to me, travel is personal. It's not transactional. We're not just booking the cruise and then moving on. And not to say that there aren't people who do high volume of, of cruises in particular that book the cruise and then their clients are more independent. For me personally, my business is built around that experience and that relationship. And the more that I get to know my clients and understand not only why they're taking the trip, but how they're most comfortable traveling. If I have clients that are perhaps a little more anxious in traveling, whether that be anxious in getting to a new destination, someplace they've never been. A lot of folks for Africa and Asia in particular, I find are a little bit more anxious because they don't want to do anything that will offend someone in a different culture. Mm -hmm. So 
helping your clients prepare for that. And again, having a great DMC to work with before their cruise, they're going to talk about cultural do's and don'ts. We're going to talk about currency exchange, all of these things that are going to help them I think have a great experience before their cruise. And that carries over to when they're on the ship because now they've already gotten used to the time zone. They are already feeling a little more comfortable with all of those cultural nuances. And it it makes the cruise experience, I think, better once you're there a little bit ahead of time, even if it's just two or three days. I do. I think my base salary at this point is absolutely my more transactional clients. They go Mm -hmm. to the Eastern and Western Caribbean all the time. I don't even understand how people can just keep going back and back and back. (laughs) They don't need me. They email me and say, I'm looking at this cruise on this date. I want this type of cabin. And I say, okay, I've got it for this much. And they're like, here's my money. And, and that's, really the extent of it. Right. And I love those clients because like I said, they're like my base salary. They come back again and again and again and again and again. Yeah. Does that feed my passion for (laughs) helping people make memories? Now I'm very happy for them that they get to do that. Uh, So I wouldn't want to do personally all of my trips the way that we are talking about today. And I wouldn't want to do them all the other way either. I like a mix of both because I can have a lot more fun with what we're talking about and and put a lot more of myself into it. Selfish, but, (laughs) but, but I also don't mind those clients that are just like die hard cruising over and over. And they just like to have my backup and my service and they, and they really know what they want. So it's really nice. I have those clients too. And with my family clients, folks that are traveling like right now, the school district where I'm in, these kids have off this entire week. So I've got some cruisers and they're doing, you know, Bahamas and Eastern Caribbean cruises. They don't necessarily need a lot of extra help. But what I do find is when I can add those little touches, like, hey, you are going to need that private transfer from the Orlando airport out to Port Canaveral, and still like give them obviously not doing, you know, a week long pre trip or anything crazy like that. But there are ways to personalize those Mm -hmm. that are high impact. And I don't want to say low cost, but maybe like a low threshold of your time. So having a list of private transfers, having a list of a few great little excursions or spots to go, you know, here's a list of here are the top two beach clubs that I really like in Cozumel. And I'm not going to get a dime of commission off of that. But that little bit of personalization, sometimes those are the things where people are like, oh, and then Michelle told me this is the place I should go to because they only let 100 people in a day. And that was the best day of our trip, right? That's where you start to get those referrals. And like you said, the people that are going to come back. You just teed me up perfectly because (laughs) I wanted to talk about segue into profitability. So doing all of these extras, because we don't get a lot of money for booking tours. I mean, sometimes you get a nice little chunk here and there. Hotels don't really pay that much. And if you're booking the air, a big package, really percentage-wise doesn't seem to have a very big commission. So I actually had 
a message from Shane on Instagram that I am going to read. I put a poll out there asking what you guys wanted to see. And Shane said, I always feel the commission I make selling cruises, mainly with the mainstream lines, doesn't justify the amount of time that goes into the servicing of cruises by the time I book air, pre-night hotels, transfers, and then the time of explaining or working through securing dining, shore excursions, entertainment, and so on. I would love to get feedback feedback on how to justify this. It just seems like so many high touches with a cruise, booking for less revenue than I can book an all-inclusive resort. So we're really... I think we're talking a little more about mass market here, but there is some crossover. And I explained to Shane that the bottom line is I charge a fee for the custom cruise experience. And I am going to be including a freebie in the notes of this podcast that is my verbiage around what the custom cruise experience is, what it includes, the price, like the way that I present it to my clients. Now, I will say that I have created pre and post planning guides for quite a few of the ports where I would normally do this, like Amsterdam, Rome, Venice, Athens, Barcelona. And I have created like this whole DIY. These are the hotels I like. These are the tours I like. And I have, of course, my affiliate links in there for those tours. Here's a list of recommended restaurants. I mean, it's really juicy. And I send it to them and I say, here's my DIY guide. If you're interested now, I I purposely choose my words carefully here because I want the client to know that this might get pricey, right? Yes. So I'll say, if you are interested in investing in leveling up your experiences to bespoke, private, you know, I use a lot of words like that so that they understand this is not cookie cutter. This is special and it's a service that costs money. So I, you'll get all my verbiage in the freebie. I, I make sure they understand when they read that, like, oh, this is not going to be free, right? Yes. Now, are you charging fees for this service as well? I am not currently charging pre and post cruise fees. I know. So I I have the answer because we did a consulting session. (laughs) So I've been slowly integrating fees into my business over the last two years. And, you know, quite honestly, getting a little more confident the more that I do it. So I have a custom planning fee for anything that is FIT and I do see myself starting to incorporate those fees into the pre and post cruise for it is an FIT. It is, it is, (laughs) it is. And I'll tell you, and again, we've talked a little bit about this. The reason why I haven't to date is because number one, several of these clients have been really great repeat and referral clients. So Mm -hmm. the, first client that I think of is a lovely couple. They've been with me for almost five years since I started. They are cruisers and they do very extensive pre and post itineraries. Now, of the itineraries that we have done, some of them have been very custom. Some of them have been cruise line pre and post on small ships. So varying levels of my time. But as they become more personalized, yes, it is It is a good deal of time. And I think that the way I have justified that, whether it's wrong, right, who knows, is that the 
the typical pre and post that I've been booking have been with more mm -hmm. of the, what, you know, let's call them premium or luxury cruise lines. And I pick suppliers that have the, have the same parallel level of service. So a Kensington tours with a silver sea cruise and that, that pre post itinerary could be, you know, a, a $20,000 pre and post. So for me telling my client, I'm going to charge you $250 for a $20,000 pre, you know, at, at that particular time, I think you need to read the room sometimes when you have someone who is someone who's spending, you know, in excess of, of 20, 30, $40,000 already. But again, if you are booking, whether it's a Royal Caribbean, maybe mm -hmm. it's celebrity and you're doing pre and post with someone like a Europe Express, then yeah, I think it's completely justifiable to say to your client, what I'm going to do for you is I'm going to put together a package. I'm going to reach out to a, a trusted partner that is exclusive to the trade. So we're getting you these experiences. And in order to do this and make sure that you have the same level of service, I'm going to charge you, I'm going to, I'm going to have to charge you a planning fee of X, Y. That's and exactly Z. right. So yeah, it's, it's there. I like that using the exclusive to the trade phrase. <laughs> so first of all, there is no wrong answer. We can run our business what any way we want to. It's I think what happens is if you find yourself feeling resentful about the amount of yes. work that you're doing, that's when you have to consider, well, what will make it worth doing for me? So I absolutely I am not when my client's booking a regent cruise and my commission is thirty five hundred dollars. No, yeah. I'm not saying yeah. you gotta pay me two fifty to plan your pre-post. Now risky because really the main thing is it's so time consuming that to plan all that and then they cancel and you just end up with nothing. That's really where kind of the risk is. So I would say my custom cruise experience really, that is something I am presenting to more of the mass market. If somebody is booking, you know, the real high dollar stuff, I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. And again, like I find my the over the last two years, the more intensive custom pre and post that I've been working on are repeat clients that are providing me with referrals that are at the same level of bookings and service. So I would say when I'm when I'm doing these, the average cruise all in cost is somewhere between 10 and $20,000. And then those clients are providing referrals that are coming in at that level. Um, and that that's really been the sweet spot of, of my business. It's, it's certainly premium, premium and, 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 and luxury clients um, that really want a personal interaction because I'm on the phone with them. I'm, you know, they can, they can text me if they have a, a quick uh, question about something I make myself accessible and we, we build that relationship. So they get to, they get to know me and understand how I work. And I, the better I understand how their brains work in terms of how they are making their decisions, 
on um, not just the vacation, but yeah. the actual purchase, right? What is going to motivate them to spend that extra money on a private shore excursion versus, eh, I'll be yeah. okay with the group. So un understanding what makes them tick helps me put all that yeah. together, I think. So I think you have to use your judgment and think about the big picture, think about the long run, think about the future bookings and referrals that person's going to give you. So I want to talk about some strategies that you can use if you're just not comfortable charging fees at all, or, you know, you're like, I'm 100% yeah. repeat and referral. So anything I do, as far as a fee can sometimes feel shocking to a client if they haven't paid one before, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm usually able to say, you know, I know in the past we've done this for this type of service, this is required, but let's talk about some strategies for if you're just not comfortable charging a fee for this service, but you are feeling a little bit like Shane's a little frustrated with how much effort he's putting into it. It's not feeling as profitable for him overall. Of course, first thing is not to be transactional. You know, you want to look at your overall commission, not like, oh, I'm going to book this tour and I'm going to make $4, you know, or I'm going to book this tour as a service. I'm not getting anything. We want to look at the big picture again. Also, if you have a regular client, the picture is even bigger. But I think a couple things that you could do is you could make it as easy as possible by sticking with a method. So say, you know, say you're doing mostly mass market mid-range cruises, you're going to travel impressions to put together that pre-post package. Like that's what you're doing and your client can kind of take it or leave it, but that's yes. a really easy proposal to put together. And then you're, you're going to stick with either venture ashore excursions or project, you know, you, you really narrow down who you, you do not need to scour the earth, price checking and all this stuff. If your client wants you to put this stuff together and make sure it's seamless for them. And that's how you need to present it. I'm using my preferred partners to make sure this is a seamless experience for you. And if they want a nickel and dime, then you can say, okay, well, I've put together what I think is good for you. You know, go with God, book it on your own if that's what you want. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. One of, one of the things that I've found that's been really helpful to me in particular in the last 12 months is sometimes we are our own worst enemies. And as travel advisors, I find that so many of us have analysis paralysis. Yes. There are too many options Ugh. and doing exactly what doing exactly what you said, I think is the key. You need to streamline the process. You don't need to scour the earth to find that one really special hotel in Athens. You need to have a list of your go-tos. That's right. I think what you're doing with the DIY is brilliant because you're giving the client a list of vetted options if they want to take it and do it themselves, or you're telling them, this is what I can do for you. You have it preset because let's admit it, we're, we're going back to the same favorite hotels That's in right. these destinations. So let's create and build those packages. Again, I know I've mentioned Europe Express a few times, but they have these great little pre and post cruise packages already designed. Yeah. Um, so I think that those are things that you can do. And there are also cruise lines that that do have great pre and post options. AMA Waterways comes to mind. You can add on hotels with AMA pre and post 
Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be with a package. So if someone just wants that one or two nights ahead of time, they've already got two or three vetted hotels in Prague where you can just book that hotel. It doesn't necessarily have to be the hotel with the transfer and the tour. So take advantage of those that have already been sussed out for you. Yeah, you got to make it easier on yourself. You know, so I mentioned travel impressions, classic vacations would be great. Pleasant holidays. Yes. Pick one and that's your go-to and they're putting together your pre-post packages and you're not searching all over the earth. Now, one of the things that I have here on my list, which you already mentioned, is you need to create lists of your go-to hotels in each cruise port. So I have a Trello board that is a cruise port library. So again, we have Amsterdam, Barcelona, Athens, all these, Rome, all these places where people normally do pre-post. And that's where I keep all of my easiest ways to get around in that destination, all my preferred tours, my preferred hotels. I just signed up for Ratehawk recently and I yes. love Me it too. so much. And what I'm doing right now, I'm yes. going in and favoriting all of those, all of my yes. go-to hotels. So I can go into Rate Hawk now, and I just did it today. Go to Amsterdam, pick my dates, and on the left, click favorites, and it'll just price out my go-to hotels. I can click them all and add them to a selection and literally send my client. So the way that I handle the pre-post is basically that custom cruise experience. That's going to have a minimum of three nights accommodations. So it's like if you yeah. if you want a minimum of three nights accommodations with your air package and your transfers and all that stuff, this is for you. Now, if somebody just wants air or air in one night hotel, that's when I'm going to, depending on the cruise line, insist that we use their platform. So if it's Royal or Celebrity, which are my two top sellers, we're using Flights by Celebrity or the Flight Finder for same thing, Princess yeah. Holland. I don't like the the air programs where you can't choose your schedule. But yes, I agree. You know, these boundaries that I set up of what we have to use in order to ensure the more seamless experience. And I'm willing to tell the client, if you're not comfortable with that and you want to save your $5, then take the info. You can do it on your own and that's that's okay. So I've still provided value and obviously I don't say it like that, but you know, (laughs) I'm like, it's really, you know, in order to provide the type of experience that I can stand behind, I'm only comfortable using these partners. However, you have the information and I understand if you want to take that and book on your own, but that lets me off the hook for, again, the searching and the back and forth and, you know, checking prices at four different places. Like we're not doing that. We need to simplify, we need to have boundaries and we need to have clear guidance for people so they know what you're willing to book, what you're not. And absolutely. And how you are. Yeah. And, and boundaries, like you said, are healthy and, and good. And I have a few clients that will ask me for hotel recommendations. I will send them and they will come back and say, I just booked something completely different. And I just tell them, okay, that's great. Let me know when we're going to pick up with, you know, Yep. I actually say that's awesome. Send me your confirmation so I can add it to your itinerary Yes, so that they have everything in one place. And I just write in red, all caps, booked on own in the notes, yes. you know, but I, I still make it as, you know, very easy for them to, to still have everything all in one place. Everything still feels connected. Now, 
Of course, I can't help them with a booking they made on their own if they have a problem, but I can still be their go-to gal. You know, I can really make it feel easy and fun for them. Yep. I do. I do this, the same thing. Everything will get put into their pocket travel itinerary, even if I didn't book it. And it usually will say that maybe not in capital red. Maybe I should, maybe I'll do it capital blue. For blue point travel. (laughs) Yeah. I just like it to be real obvious to me when I'm scrolling through at 70 miles a minute. Um, I like to make sure I, I see those red flashes. Yeah. But the point is if you're not comfortable charging a fee for this, but the way that you're doing is making you frustrated. You've got to think of some strategies to simplify the entire process, make it easy, word it to your clients up front. Just like, and actually this is something you should get in front of. I don't do FIT anymore. I'm strictly cruises now. But when I did, I had my welcome letter that was like, here's what I need in order to move forward with planning the trip. And one of the things that I talked about was package pricing. So I j- before I got started, because we've all been there, you yes. load, you create this beautiful package, you put your blood, sweat, and tears and many hours into it, and then you end up with a mad, angry client because they want to break down now and you can't give it to them. So yes, who kind of getting yourself an email template or something that you can give them before you start on that stuff that makes it really clear. Here's what I need from you. Here's what you can expect from me, where it's only going to be package pricing. I'm only Mm -hmm. going to use suppliers that I can stand behind to make sure this is easy and seamless for you. Pay me your fee or whatever it is. (laughs) Yes. And stick to it. So Yes. And I've, I've added that paragraph to my, everyone who, who agrees to, you know, work with me through Blue Point Travel. My process is I start with a, a new trip inquiry form to get kind of the basics. And then I have a 30 minute phone call with everyone before we decide if it's a good fit or not, because sometimes people will come back yeah. and have a completely different idea of what they want to do based off that trip inquiry form. Unless it's something like, hey, I want to take an RV trip and drive through the Canadian Rockies, then I can pretty much instantly tell them, hey, I'm not your gal. But here are two two or three places you can look at. Once we have that conversation, and then I send them the beginning of my onboarding forms, that first welcome email now includes a paragraph if it's an FIT about package pricing. And that's important too, when you're doing these pre-imposed cruise itineraries, because there is no breakdown from salmon berry on cost. There is no breakdown from inside Asia, nothing that you can provide. And the clients need to understand that. And yeah, we've all been there and we've been burnt, but I put it in that letter. And then I also have a a welcome to Blue Point travel handbook. So in there, it talks about package pricing is not broken down into line items. It's not my job to find you the cheapest vacation, but to find you the best value and quality for your ideal trip. And I think the more we reiterate that clients understand, especially now, you know, everyone's price sensitive at some point, I don't care if you're spending $100,000 on a trip or $5,000 on a trip. But when you can demonstrate your value, then your client trusts you, they're more at ease, and they understand that the time that you have saved them is just... it, it, it's priceless. 
There's if you can save someone, if I go to one of my clients who is a, a corporate attorney and I save them 10 hours of planning, I guarantee yeah. their hourly billing rate is way higher than mine. Well, I think it's important that people look at planning these types of extensions as basically an FIT. You can approach it in the exact same way. If you take something away from this episode, I hope you will realize that I think some people tend to poo-poo cruises as cookie cutter and there's nothing you can do and it's just so basic and blah, 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 blah. No. I mean, we'll talk in another episode mm-hmm. about all the amazing different itineraries and immersive, authentic experiences you can have and all that stuff. But even if you're going with the basic B mass market cruise, there's still many different yeah. ways, small and big, that you can customize that experience for your clients. So I hope that you will go on your social media and talk about all the ways that you can take a cruise from cookie cutter to custom for your clients. Talk about how you can tailor things to make sure they're getting the convenience of taking their cabin with them everywhere they go and having authentic, immersive, custom, private experiences if they want to invest in that. Again, make sure you use language that they understand right off the bat, like this ain't cheap. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you so so much for yes. for joining me today, Michelle. I I I'm, I'm actually inspired by the way that you laid all that out. So now my the hamster in my brain's going a mile a minute. Like I said, you can check in the show notes for a freebie that will have some verbiage about what I recommend saying if you want to present this as like a fee based service. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you for having me. It's been fantastic. And I always learn so much from listening to to you and appreciate everything that you share with us. Thank you so much. And that's a wrap on episode one of Seven Figure Cruise Biz. If you've enjoyed the show, please subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast with your travel biz besties. If you'd like to request a topic, please send me a DM on Instagram at travelbizboss or email me at hello at travelbizboss.com. See you soon. What did I tell you guys? A wealth of information (laughs) for cruising and what a fabulous new resource for others out there. Thank you so much, Kareen, for thinking of this concept. And I cannot wait to learn more. And if you enjoyed this episode and want to add seven-figure cruise business to your listening list, where can they find your podcast. You can find me on all of the regular channels. Just subscribe and I will come automatically into your feed, just like the Tin Lounge. And if there are any topics that you would like to hear discussed on Seven Figure Cruise Business, please at at Travel Biz Boss on Instagram or Facebook and we'll, we'll get it done. Can't wait to hear more. Thanks so much.